welcome to the Free Daily Bible Study Podcast, a daily journey through the unfolding story of the Bible based on the McShane Bible Reading Plan. My name is Jacob Gerber, and today's meditation for September 20th comes from 2 Samuel 16. If we began to see the suffering of David at the hand of Absalom in 2 Samuel 15, each of the three scenes in 2 Samuel 16 ratchets up David's suffering even further, one misery at a time. These scenes are important not only to underscore the treachery of Absalom, but also to establish a clear pattern that God's anointed king must suffer. First, in 2 Samuel 16, verses 1-4, through Ziba deceives David into believing that Mephibosheth, the son of Jonathan to whom David showed extraordinary kindness, had betrayed David during Absalom's uprising. David had brought Mephibosheth into his house and fed him from his own table all the days of Mephibosheth's life, according to 2 Samuel 9, verse 13. So this news must have been a dagger to David's heart. Our Lord Jesus also faced betrayal from one of his own disciples who had feasted at his table. Judas, in fact, departed directly from Jesus' table to go betray his master in John 13, verses 21 through 30, the very table where Jesus had given his disciples the bread of his broken body and the blood of the new covenant that he would pour out for the forgiveness of sins in Matthew 26, verses 26 through 29. Second, in 2 Samuel 16, verses 5-14, through Shimei causes David to suffer, heaping insults on top of what David must have thought to be his death march. Rather than allowing Abishai to execute Shimei, however, David entrusts himself to Yahweh's justice. In the same way, Jesus faced curses and insults while he was being crucified, and he prayed for his father to forgive his executioners in Luke 23, verse 34. He did not revile in return or threaten anyone, but he instead entrusted himself to his father, who judges justly. 1 Peter 2, verse 23. Finally, in 2 Samuel 16, verses 15 through 23, Absalom claims Jerusalem, even going into David's concubines in the sight of all Israel, making himself a stench to his father. All of Absalom's acts were calculated to proclaim without any ambiguity that Absalom was the new king who had fully replaced David. And make no mistake, When Satan stirred up the people of Jerusalem to murder Jesus, he did so as a claim to the kingdom of this world. The son was dead, and Satan was claiming the kingdom as his own inheritance, as Jesus spoke about in the parable in Matthew 21, verse 38. But this isn't the end of David's story, and that wasn't the end of Jesus' story either even though Jesus actually died through the suffering of the cross. As we will discover over the next few chapters, David is laying down the pattern that Jesus would bring to ultimate completion. The Messiah must suffer, but God vindicates his Messiah in the sight of all people in order to establish his Messiah's kingdom forever. Through the weakness and suffering of Jesus... God would powerfully save all his people, 
not only in Jerusalem, but in all the world. Thanks for listening to the free daily Bible study podcast. If you're looking for Bible study curriculum for a Sunday school or a small group, check out my book, That You May Know, A Primer in Christian Discipleship. It's a close study of 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John that explores what it means to follow Jesus as a disciple. To learn more about the book or to download the first two chapters for free, go to discipleshipbook.com.